the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey friends, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. Today we're going to have a great, powerful, encouraging, and equipping panel discussion on end-time livings. What we can expect, how should we live, and how we should prepare our hearts as we walk out each day living for Jesus. Don't go away. We'll be right back here on The Christian View. With everyone in the world with their own view. Ever wonder if God has a view? And, and that's what the show's all about. What's God's view versus our view? Topics that affect our daily life. Empowering and inspiring. Right. To develop a heart, a kingdom mindset, you know. <laughs> because God does have a view. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons. The Christian View. What a great audience we have. Thank you all for being here. And thank you at home for inviting us into your life. We love being able to share the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ with everybody because it's such an important thing, in my opinion. Um, We're going to talk today, a very touchy subject, I feel, very deep subject, I feel, and it's on the end times. So I want you to grab your pencil, grab your paper, grab your Bible, um, so we can just kind of dive in. But before we do, let me just introduce those sitting with me today. I have Trudy Davis, thank you for being here. Pastor Lee Adams, Candace Kirkpatrick, thank you for driving in from Nashville, and Caitlin, thank you for being here, Coach Caitlin. Check out what they're doing. They're doing amazing things in the kingdom in addition to pouring into the Christian view. So, all right, let's just dive in. End times. That's kind of a scary topic. People kind of don't want to talk about it. They don't understand it. You know, but with so much chaos and confusion going on in the world, a lot of people are saying, are we in the end times? Right. Is this the end times? What yeah. are we supposed to mm-hmm. expect? You know, Jesus tells us in John thirteen thirty three, in this world, you're going to have troubles. We're right. going to have trials. Mm-hmm. We're going to have tribulation. There's going to be chaos. Mm-hmm. But it seems like things are just kind of escalating just right. a little bit. Yeah. You know, yes. just a little bit more and mm-hmm. just a little bit more. And so you wonder, gosh, are we really in the end times? So, Lee, you know, there are tons of scriptures yes. about the end times. I mean, there's, I think, I wrote down the statistics, and we'll talk about those in a minute, but what does the Bible actually say about the end times? Well, um, I think the Bible gives us great examples, thorough review of the end times. Most people, when they re- refer to or talking about end times, people go to Revelations. Mm-hmm. And although in all 21 chapters in Revelations, you're going to find great reference to what's happening in the end times. But I really like the Gospel of John. Mm-hmm. Um, St. John really speaks to it. It, ca- it sets the stage for while we're living every day, what to begin to look for, the different right. signs. It tells us how Jesus prepared, you know, all the way from the Old Testament coming forward, mm-hmm. how it was getting ready for actually the return of Christ. Even there first he appears, it talks about that, talks about his death, and then it goes on. But in the end, it really speaks to um, 
tells us the pointer is going to be the rapture. Right. The first thing, you know, the gospel of we, what well, we call it our doctrine of eschatology it talks about end times and end days. And in it, the rapture happens first. So that's sort of like a surprise thing. You know, that's why you have to mm-hmm. stay ready because you don't know when it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So Jesus We were comes. talking about that. Don't mean to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. We were talking about that in the break room um, that I walked in. I, this is a silly story, but mm-hmm. I walked into my house one day and I couldn't find Jonathan, <laughs> Brian or, or Albie. And I was like, wait a minute. Wow. Did, I, did, I, did I? And I just questioned, did I miss it? And I know yes. I didn't, but mm-hmm. that's what it's going to be yes. like. Right? It is going to be that way. I know mm-hmm. same story. My, uh, I think I told you before, my God sister once called me and said she had had a dream that night that um, she and I had gone to this party and she had to go back out to the car. And when she came back in the party, everybody was gone, you know, and she said she was looking for me, looking for me, looking for me. And she couldn't find me. I said, phew. OK, I said, so I was gone. Okay. I said, I'm sorry you got <laughs> yeah, left. But, yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, but it's actually going to be just that quick. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, in that Christ, he's not only going to rapture those of us that are alive, but those that died in Christ. Mm-hmm. And then after um, seven years, the tribulation right. for those that are still remaining, we're going to go through the tribulation period. Then he's going to return again with the church. And in that return, he's going to begin to judge the world. Right. It's going to be judgment, you know, for all the, the world. And the church is going to help him judge. You know, that's why we have to make sure that we're in a good place. He's going to judge the world. And then after that, um, it's going to be another time where we'll go away and then... Um, which is like the millennial right. period. Mm-hmm. And then after that, there's a heaven. I mean, we'll be away with him. But then Satan's going to be loosed in the earth for a thousand years to continue doing vengeance and all those different things. Then finally, he's going to come and put the devil pretty much out of business. Well, like, exactly. <laughs> right. Chain right. him right. forever. Amen. I kind of gave a quick yeah. summary there, trying to stay within my I think, you know, we all need to know we need, you know, in the best thing we can really do is, is first be in a Bible believing church and then get into what the word says about Mm -hmm. it. Because there are, I mean, I think about revelation, I mean, not revelation, um, Tim, uh, Thessalonians, is it Thessalonians? Every, Mm -hmm. every chapter weaves Mm -hmm. in the Mm -hmm. second coming of Jesus Christ. And so there is so much in here that we can take. Yeah, heed right. to if we just would open the book, and right. sometimes it's hard to understand it, and that's right. why being in a Bible believing church can right. help you unpack what what Scripture right. says. And also you know? praying the Holy Spirit yes. will guide you. He says right. He will guide you into right. all truths. But there are so many scriptures in Matthew twenty four, Luke twenty one, and also this one that says, "For as lightning comes from the east, it is visible even to." to the west so will be the coming of the son of man mm-hmm. or the gospel of the kingdom will be preached to the whole world yes. as a testimony to all nations and then the end will come i mean there are so many scriptures right. so it's not like we're unprepared exactly. yes. right mm-hmm. and he's telling us watch and be ready but mm-hmm. i think i think caitlin don't you that a lot of people are just afraid yeah. Of, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Right. What's going to happen? And so then I think sometimes when you're afraid, you don't want to think about it. Right. 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 True. And I think a lot of times, speaking of the preparing, and I think about in Matthew 25, the parable of the virgins. And yes. the, the, he returned at night and five were ready and five were not. Right. And I think when we 
know that we are in the center of God's will and we seek that. Mm -hmm. God is a loving God and so we don't have to fear those times, but we can ask God to prepare us because you know, we talked before in another episode about seasons and we need to know that we are prepared for whatever end time season comes and be like the parable of the versions. Like my mom always texts, get your lamps ready girls, get your lamps ready. Like parable of the fear. We should not be fear, but we should be investigating what God's word says about end times. We'll be right back with more here on The Christian View regarding end times. Don't go away. We're talking about the end times, and we talked Mm -hmm. a little bit earlier about, you know, some people are afraid, and we said, you know, you should not fear, because... Mm Fear is not from the Lord, but we do need to know. We need mm-hmm. to be investigating in God's word, what God's word says about mm-hmm. it, and mm-hmm. being in a Bible-believing church yeah. so that if we don't understand, they can help us unpack yes. it. Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, our world truly is no stranger to evil. Satan has always been working to stop God's plan. I mean, the world has always been, you know, good versus evil from, from the beginning, right? Yes. And so we do still need to ask, are we living in the end times? Is this the end times? Well, Jesus himself said, he nor the angels, even himself, does not know when the end times are coming or going to be. But with that said, there are still some indicators that the Bible lays out and foreshadows for us. And um, so I think there's four that we can see really clearly going on today, and that is the sign of deception. Mm. So deception, Mm -hmm. I read this great Mm -hmm. blog from David Jeremiah, and he said deception is probably one of the greatest threats to the church today Mm. because our society is characterized by a culture that tolerates tolerance for everything except Mm -hmm. Christians. Mm. And so to follow suit, a lot of pastors and churches have traded in the truth for a gospel that is of more of the tolerant Mm -hmm. um, perception or persuasion. And then, of course, um, disputes among nations. We see that every day. Signs of devastation, you know, earthquakes and these crazy fires we're seeing, and even um, pestilence and diseases that, Mm -hmm. you know, seem to be in the forefront. And I think... Having a global news network also makes that seem more prevalent because they've been around yeah, for a while. Right. But then another one that I think, uh, the, the fourth sign that's pretty big and, and that we really see, that we can't deny, is Christians being um, delivered into tribulation. And one thing I think about is, or that was even in this blog, is that Christian businesses like Chick-fil-A, Hobby Lobby, being forced to take on a tolerant mm-hmm. and a, um, mm-hmm. a set aside their both Christian beliefs for a second progressive right. view and and even though they're having to put their invest their money into um, what is called like desensitization wow. desensitization how you say that mm-hmm. um, desensitizing right. people right mm-hmm. and then um, so just keeping in mind also like the platforms the social media platforms where Christian view anything goes but Christian views are censored and sometimes even taken down exactly so we right. do see yeah. that antagonism yeah. towards the Christian the mm-hmm. Christians mm-hmm. themselves Right. Mm-hmm. And then what about spiritual apathy? I mean, yeah. among, among yes. believers, yeah. right? Yes. I mean, we, we, um, a lot of times we take the back seat mm-hmm. instead of getting out there and really right. speaking yeah. and holding true to God's word. But also everything that's going on mm-hmm. in the Middle East. I mean, mm-hmm. Ezekiel, that's what is talking about in Ezekiel 37, 38 and in Daniel and all of that with all the nations coming against Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do think we are moving 
mm-hmm. rapidly yeah. towards this time that we are seeing. Corrie ten Boom wisely said, hold your newspaper in one hand and the Bible in the yes. other and watch God's mm-hmm. plan unfold. And I think mm-hmm. we are really seeing that right now. Yeah. And I think, you know, uh, uh, we are seeing that. We're seeing that come to pass. But one thing that always gets me excited, so if you're watching this and you're like, okay, now I'm scared Mm -hmm. to death. Um, I love also that we have a promise in the last days, a good sign. In Acts 2, 17 through 18, it says, And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And on my men's servants and maidservants, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they shall prophesy. And so I think that, yes, there are so many scary things going on that show us that the end times are near. But also that means that revival is going to come too. That's also, and that's what we need in our nation. That's That's what we need around the world is revival. And so I think that with the, okay, this is all going on. We can also get excited because that means God is going to pour out a spirit one last major time of revival before he returns. And we can get pumped about that. Amen. And I can't see miracle. Exactly. Because I believe that if we, the body of Christ, Mm -hmm. true believers, start getting out there and exercising our faith, exercising Mm -hmm. our authority, we will. Why don't people get healed? Is it because yes. we're not praying? Like, right. do we go out? Do we do we go out and share the gospel? Right. You know, my sons. One of my sons' best friends just died of an overdose, which we know that's rampant in today's mm-hmm. culture. And one of my sons' biggest concerns was, "Mom, did I share Jesus enough? Yes. Is he in heaven today, or did I drop the mm-hmm. ball?" And you know, we yes, the Lord is coming back. He yes. he is coming back, but. Who are we going to take with us? Right. right. Are we going to sit on the sidelines being fearful of being Mm -hmm. rejected? Are we going to get out there and say, Jesus is coming back. Let's be excited. And who can I bring with me? Right. I think, too, as as, um, everyone was saying, and then um, piggyback on what Caitlin was saying, we don't want to make it into a, you know, this horrific type Mm -hmm. thought about, you know, we should be excited because when we think about Christ coming back, that means that that is what we're, we receive salvation for to make sure that our portion, our place in heaven has been secure. So when he comes back, that's going to be a glorious Mm -hmm. and a blessed day for the Mm -hmm. church. And as you were saying, also, it's also a time for us to make sure that if we love him, like we say we do, we should be going out helping, getting others prepared Mm -hmm. so that they can also meet the Lord in peace Mm -hmm. because everybody's going to meet him but we want them to meet him in peace so Mm -hmm. we have to be excited about that and i think that you know once we realize that as we live each and every day we should live our lives to the fullest knowing that you know Christ said in his word, above all things, I would that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So that doesn't mean we stop living, you know, our lives, but we make sure that our soul and our hearts and our minds are right with God. I read this estimate. It said it's estimated that over one billion people in the world today have a little knowledge of Jesus. They have little knowledge of the gospel. And so I think about when Jesus comes back, it says that everyone's going to hear about Jesus. And then there's another statistic, 1.5 billion people from 6,000 language groups have yet to receive a Bible in their language. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Full Bible in their language. So there's work to be done exactly. before Christ yes. comes back, but he's coming back. We'll be right back with a little bit more here on The Christian View and End Times. Don't go away. We are talking about end times. And let me just pause for a second and say, if you have more questions than what we've talked about or what we've kind of answered, feel free to write us. We will we will promptly write you back um, with scripture and encouragement so we can help you further your um, walk with the Lord. But, you know, 
Jesus is coming back. We've said that. We've said it's nothing to be afraid of. We need Mm -hmm. to make sure that our hearts are right. You know, um, but Candace, how are we supposed to live? In light of that, someone sent me a question and said, if, if, the, if we're in the last days and Jesus is coming back, should I bother having kids? Should I bother saving for my future? Because if he's coming back, how are we supposed to live? Well, I think they answered that question mm-hmm. in the Bible as well mm-hmm. before, even during Jesus' time during the first century. So all the more so even now, because Peter said, that, you know, there were scoffers then of like um, saying, following when is this coming, he promised. Ever since our fathers died, everything goes on as it did since the beginning of creation. But God is very specific in his word. As we were talking about, there's so many passages where he does talk about not only his first coming, but his second coming. And he talks about things we should do and things we should not do. And I think that's good. He says, do not be deceived. Right. Do not be troubled. Do not worry. The Lord will give you words, wisdom. Stand firm, endure to the end. Preach the gospel to the whole world. Learn the parable of the fig tree and understand the times that you're living in. Be faithful about his business until he returns, which I think is very good. Mm -hmm. Be watchful and pray. And then going back to what Caitlin was saying, the positive part, he says, stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. And then in Hebrews it says, and... Encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching and be anxious for nothing. But I was, I've been listening to so many different sermons mm-hmm. about the end right. times. And it is going right back to saying we could just call, crawl up in our bed, pull up the cover and say, no, I'm just going to stay until this all passes or until he takes me home. But we need to be. We are watchmen. We are standing right, in right. the gap. And I heard these people saying, hold the line. Mm-hmm. The Lord has a plan. Hold the line. Advance in the midst of darkness. Shake off the weariness. Break out of the grief and the disappointment. Full out worship. Rise up, warriors, and be empowered by the Holy Spirit to take back ground and press through. Press through the night and realize He has a call on our, all of our lives. Mm-hmm. And until he takes us home, we need to be about his business. I don't want to be idle waiting on the sidelines when he's saying, no, I've got a harvest with Mm -hmm. your name on it. Absolutely. And I like what you said, taking back. It's time to take back Mm -hmm. the territory, take back the land. You know, again, get rid of the Mm -hmm. fear of man that can hold us back from go on the offense. Right. You know, because the devil is a coward. He's a liar and he will retreat, but we have to be brave enough to just stand Mm -hmm. in that gap. And one of my favorite verses right now is, is in um, Matthew 5, 14, where it just says, and let your light so shine before Mm -hmm. men that they may see your good deeds and um, glorify your father in heaven. So how do we live in these times in a way that glorifies Amen. God, right. Right. brings people to Amen. him yeah. through our actions, our words, right. the way we respond mm-hmm. in these yes. very right. treacherous and troublesome times. And each person has a place. Each person yes. has a calling. Yes. Each person has a community to reach right. out to, yeah. mm-hmm. to share the good news. And, you know, they always say, share Jesus and use words when you have to. Right. But are right. we being the hands and feet? Jesus wants to find right. us faithful. Right. right to him for him Amen. when he comes back and will he right. find us will he yeah. find us faithful or will he find yeah. us you we know, have, with the blanket over our head right yeah. and we have the good news right. and right. so we need to be take the 
advantage of every opportunity Mm -hmm. he gives us to share that. And yeah, and it goes back to what Trudy was saying, Matthew five fourteen. let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify God. I think that in troubled times, like the end times, when we are able to display peace, the light. when we're able to display that our children, that we are firm in our identity, right. that we don't question it, that when we know who we are and what we believe in and we stand firm yeah. in that, people are attracted to that because they don't have peace and that can be our light and they don't have identity and that can be our light and it really will create those conversations to evangelize and bring people to Christ because that's what the Bible says what are the two greatest commands love the Lord your God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself and if we truly do that we need to display that peace and strength right and you know someone may be saying outside Mm -hmm. you know listeningly I'm not evangelist I don't know how to but what would you say to that well I would say to them you know more importantly uh, it's not so much as you know what we can go out and do is the way that we live mm-hmm. and, um, you know, preparation for each of us. We have to remember for myself, I always think about the scripture, Ecclesiastes twelve fourteen. Mm-hmm. It says, for God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. So most days, and I know this sounds kind of crazy. Here I am, you know, a really adult man. I sing <laughs> that little song to myself. Be careful what you do, Amen. you know, mm-hmm. because yeah. the father, father up, up above, above is looking right. down below. And I think that as we, if we could just kind of adopt that kind of mantra mm-hmm. as we live our life, you know, we would be ready for Christ's return because every day we would be giving ourselves an exercise right. and kind of checking our own self. And I think as we go out, to witness to other people. I find people a lot of times that before I even begin to speak with them Mm -hmm. and if they know me, they begin to tell me about my life and how my life has inspired them. So I think you can be that inspiration, you know, and you don't have to necessarily, like you say, start with scriptures, quoting scriptures. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes people just want someone to be able to talk to, be able to relate on their level and give them answers, you know, to significant issues in their life. And I think that proves opens up opportunities for us to have prayer and also if they don't know the Lord good time to invite them to get to know the Lord and then follow up with them Mm -hmm. to make sure that they're you know moving forward on their journey and something I do you probably all do this as well before I leave the house I'm like okay Lord highlight someone for me today yes Mm -hmm. find somebody Mm -hmm. show me put someone in my path that I can minister today that I can love on today um, that I can share Jesus with today and Nine times out of ten, he will put someone in my path. Mm-hmm. And it's normally not at the best time. Normally <laughs> I'm running late or I have something yeah. to do. But it's, it, it, it's like, it, are you obedient? Yeah, it's yes. like, it's right here. Because he wants, to, he wants to find people faithful. Mm-hmm. You know, we have our agenda and we have his agenda. Yes. And we've yeah. got to make sure his agenda is on the forefront of our mind versus, versus our agenda. Um, because he wants to find the faithful ones that are left. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think about Ironman races and how I used to cross the finish line. And all these people were cheering on either side as I'm crossing the finish line. And I can see that when we cross into heaven, mm-hmm. we're crossing yes. the finish line. And there's all these people lined up yes. who we've shared yeah. Jesus with us, mm-hmm. who we've brought, you know, brought into the kingdom, you know, and God is saying, well done. And that's what we right. wanted to say. And what a day well of rejoicing yes. that will yeah. be. Because yes. we get trapped in the fear. But when we see the victory yes. and that day of cheering and all the all multitudes, yeah. he says it from every nation, tribe, language. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. It'll be a beautiful day. It'll be a beautiful day. I said practice we'll right rapture jumping. Amen. We'll be right back with more on the Christian view at End Times. Don't go away. Amen. Welcome back to the Christian 
two of you. We've had a great discussion today, yet a hard discussion on end times. I want you to know that God is for you. He is coming back. Make sure that you're ready. Get into a Bible-believing church. Get into the Word. Start worshiping, praising Him, and, and walking in a heart of thankfulness because God is for you and He has great things ahead. See you next time here on The Christian View. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.